live from inside your plumbing. Even if your drain doesn't show any leaks or have any eye-watering smells coming from it, it doesn't mean your septic system still may not be working well. Pumping your septic tank can help improve the efficiency of your system, but you're going to need an expert. And that's why Hambone Plumbing is proud to announce Hambone Septic Pumping. The same great company now offering even more services. How do you get your septic system at proper working levels? Rita? Call Hambone, 512-388-7030. Hambonplumbing.com. License numbers one two four seven zero at TCEQ 26366. Brought to you by Audio Visual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. You're listening to KTAE AM Elgin, K270CO Round Rock. We are the Horn. The Horn. Guests on the Horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook them up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Uh, Jair Alexander on the way to the break. That makes me laugh. At least he's honest about it. Because I'm, oh. I'm just not buying this Aaron Rodgers nonsense that he this is an organizational decision that tonight he'll be active. Oh, you think Aaron Rodgers is in sure on this? Sure, he was part. Of it. Okay. He and then he goes on McAfee on Tuesday and says that. Uh, well, no, I, I said I don't. I, I thought I was going to IR, but I don't know. Uh, but see, my thing is, him saying that makes the organization look even worse. You're right. I mean, it's just. I, like, why would him even saying that? Why would you go and say that, Aaron? Why not just? They say, hey, man, it's a decision that uh, that uh, organization and I have come to <coughs> said I'll be act- on the active roster. So Why throw them under the bus it, and be like, I thought I was going to be on IR. They, they decided different. Well, that's what he's trying to have it both ways. I'm sure Robert Sala is not going to come back out and say, no, he didn't. Aaron Rodgers came to us and said, well, you put me on the active roster. No, they won't do that. They won't do that. No. Because they want to keep him next year. Yeah, exactly. And I think, honestly, the fact that they if they keep him next year, and we, and we, we all said this before the season, they need to have – and a contingency plan behind him, ready to roll out in case he gets hurt whenever that may happen in the season. So they need to have backup quarterback, a competent backup quarterback ready to go, and then a competent third-string quarterback after him ready to roll. And I mean veterans, like a Joe Flacco. They could have had Joe Flacco as a third-string quarterback. Joe Flacco wouldn't care. He'd be like, oh, okay, I'm cool with that. He ended up being the fourth-starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. So I just if they're gonna if they're gonna have him be the starting quarterback going forward next season, they better prepare for the worst. Yeah, they, just in they case better. it happens. Uh, but yeah, it's in a matchup tonight with a team in Cleveland that's uh, absolutely persevered through injuries this year. To their starting quarterback, their best running back, Nick Chubb. Remember that horse, horrible injury, and uh, like three fourths, three fifths of their offensive line that that uh, supposed to be pretty darn good is hurt. Yep. Uh, but the Browns are still finding ways to win. They're a double digit win team tonight. If they win tonight, they'll be eleven and five. And, I, you know, watching that Browns team, and I watched them in Houston the week before as well, they're a team no one wants to play in the AFC playoffs. No. And I'll tell you who doesn't want to play them in the playoffs is Kansas City. No, Kansas City. Oof, that, the issues, it, they become more and more glaring. It gets uh, worse and worse. The into the season, man, they do. It they, feels like, yeah. to me, Rod, and, and, you know, and Ty will jump on and say it's Taylor Swift doing the Yoko Ono thing. <laughs> I, you know, I think the, the – the, the evidence of their offensive ineptitude, especially on the outside, has been in full display before Taylor Swift came on the scene. Oh, it goes all yeah. the way back to week one. No doubt. And this, this blaming is, Taylor Swift for that. 
yeah, I mean, but I mean, <laughs> but it's been all year, and the fact that it's not getting better. Uh, Andy Reid has to be exacerbated, but at the same time, it's got to go to Eric Bieniemy at some level that they miss Eric Bieniemy and the thumb he they kept do. on that offense because it's just not getting better. And gosh, against the Raiders, Patrick Mahomes was horrible against the Raiders. He was bad. He was flat, but we have not seen Patrick Mahomes look that bad in a football game. No. Uh, where he was throwing pick sixes and just making bad decisions, and he, it's almost like he's lost hope. Well, I think he doesn't trust his wide receivers. Yeah, that's right. It, it's that's really tough for a quarterback to operate the offense when you don't trust that your wide receivers will be there, number one, but if they are there, they'll catch the football. Yeah. I feel like on every play, he's, like, yelling at somebody. Yeah. About pointing, hey, you know, you were supposed to be here. And this has been all year. This is this, this Christmas weekend. Yeah, I wonder what it's, the distraction could be. Well, but, well they were, but they were bad before yeah. this all. I mean, go back to week one. Week one, they were terrible. They well, were according to you, time. this has been going on behind the scenes for a while, though. Well, no, the Taylor Swift thing happened right in the middle of the year, um, you know, when she started showing up to games. But uh, that's, that would only be – that would be the, the, the distraction would have yep. begun. Um, now, you call her a jinx if you want, but I don't – this offense, it, it misses Eric Bieniemy badly. It miss, and it misses having more, I think, more capable wide receivers, too. Well, because now people are making – they're saying, well, you know, what did I see? A, a tweet or somebody saying or a story written that, you know, Patrick Mahomes without Tyreek Hill is Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. Well, they won a Super Bowl without yeah, Tyreek Hill. I don't Hill. know if that's fair. They won a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's uh, and that, they, But Eric Bieniemy was still in charge of the offense mm-hmm. with the title, and it's pretty clear he ran a pretty tight ship with that team. And – uh, we, we saw Travis Kelsey slamming his helmet the other day and Andy yeah. Reid, you know, getting up in his face a little bit, mm-hmm. telling him to calm down, not letting him go back in the game. It feels like that, that, that offsides penalty that they called on Kadarius Toney when he caught the touchdown that would have beaten Buffalo, that may have been the tipping point, Rod, for the Chiefs. That it was just – since then, it's just been – Yeah, it's been all downhill, man. Like they, they were they, – they tried to, to keep it under wraps and say the right thing and do the right thing about – you know, the receivers and Patrick Mahomes protecting them, and he will just keep working. feels like from that point on, it's just been really – that that was it. It's Even like the defense has kind of dropped off. Well, you know, they, the they started the year, great and we, the... we, we kind of said they were, you know, one of the probably top five defenses with Chris Jones, and, you know, him missing that first game, it was evident that he was he was needed there on the defensive line. But I, I don't know. I just I haven't felt the same way in the Agent, past well, probably five they, weeks. They, 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 they lost 20-14. to 14. Aiden O'Connell, the, the quarterback for the Raiders, threw for 62 yards. That's my thing was if you hold an NFL team to 20 points and you're the Kansas City Chiefs, you have the best quarterback and the best arguably play caller and play designer in the game. But they held the Raiders I, to 200 yards so, total. Well, so Aiden O'Connell need, I, didn't throw a complete a pass after the first quarter. I know. I know. So how's the defense? My thing was that's not on the defense. Defense did their job. They did. It's the offense that not scoring enough points. I mean, yeah, ball I control mean, and they got they got run on. Zamir White. He. I mean, I think he, the the Raiders can say goodbye to Josh Jacobs and feel comfortable with him going in as the number one back next year. Well, they scored two defensive touchdowns. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I mean. It, it, by the way, that's your guy, Jack Jones. Is that your guy that you got in a fight with the Westlake <laughs> team? That's I'd, that's I'd, the dude. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's him. I wouldn't call him my guy. but I The yeah. unstable one? Well, I was thinking of you because you told us in high school he got in a fight with the a seven-on-seven tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Now, and did you see what he did on Christmas Day? The, Jack Jones. The Grinch thing. He said, he said Jack that. Jack Jones. So no, what, on you, Christmas Day, he gets a pick six of Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. gets in the end zone, walks, runs over to the side in Arrowhead Stadium, holds the football out for a kid like he's going to give it to him, and then the kid reaches out to take it. Snatches it back. He, <laughs> said, he said he went on Twitter after and said, we watched the video. There, he said there was an adult man trying to take the ball, so he was pulling away oh, from him. He said, watch the tape. Viral. But so I, did I he know. give it to the kid? I didn't see that happen either, so that, <laughs> I don't know who to believe. Wow. 
that dude. Yeah. <laughs> he man. went. He did the whoop. He can't win for losing, I guess. If he did, if that was the right thing to do, then it looks really bad. <laughs> Let me also say, while we're criticizing the Chiefs and how dysfunctional they've been all year, let's give some credit to Antonio Pierce. That's a huge win. That's a huge oh, win. Oh, that's a big one. I, I mean, honestly, I wonder if he'll get a, get a shot at the coaching job. I mean, I don't know. last time they had an interim coach there, they made the playoffs. Well, think about it. Because of the inter- interim coach. Well, think about it. If you didn't see this game, they had a direct snap to Isaiah Pacheco that he fumbled that got recovered for a touchdown. Patrick Mahomes threw a pick six interception. Yeah. The, again, the Chiefs, the Raiders quarterback threw for 62 yards, and they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium. In Arrowhead. That's how not, – not only was the offense dysfunctional, it was giving points to the other team. You're right. In a 20-14 to 14 loss. Uh, that's a problem, and Andy Reid's got to address it. I mean, they do not look like a team that is, is any threat of a Super Bowl right now. Uh, they were to try to hold it. If they had anybody in their division that was pressing them, they may not win the division for the first time in forever, uh, but they're still atop that division. Seeing them go on the road to infer- and play their first playoff game, it's oh. going to be really interesting. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes never had to go that route to get no. to a Super Bowl. Well, that's why I say if they had to play the Browns in the playoffs, they wouldn't want any part of that. Mm-mm. The Browns' defense is too damn good for them. The Browns' is. defense is yeah. legit. I would take Without the Browns the- outright over, over Kansas City. I would, too. I would, too. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's hard not to right now. That's crazy to think. Really? Yeah. Oh, I told y'all before I, the year started. I was I was bullish on the Browns. You like the Browns? Yeah. I, Even without, I, like I think the they're better without jo- Deshaun Watson right, right now. I think Joe Flacco is playing at a higher level than we, anything well, we saw. And the team, and the team actually, Watson. team loves him. Team loves Joe Flacco. Yeah. I mean, he's come in and just been like a dude. And it's uh, be an awkward situation, man. When when basically the, the 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 team and the fans want Joe Flacco back as a backup. <laughs> To, to Deshaun Watson next season because he's done so well. And then Deshaun Watson, who is the c- quarterback making all the guaranteed money, <clears throat> is not a fan favorite and is not as liked in the locker room as Joe Flacco, the guy who won games for him and went to a uh, – made it basically went to a, a playoffs for him or led them to the playoffs, I should say. Well, it's, it's hard to be a fan of somebody when they're, they're – you're sp- spending a lot of money – they aren't playing well, and they just happen to be a sexual predator on the side. Yeah, uh, he, the yeah he's in your locker room, and you got to pretend like you don't think he's a creep. You know yeah, I mean? no, it's a, like I said, he's <laughs> and he's a villain for the first time in his life, and he's uncomfortable with that. It's like just it. It, it, it's going to get real awkward in that locker room with Deshaun because they're tied to Deshaun Watson forever, but yet Joe Flacco is leading them to wins and to the playoffs. I don't know how you don't bring Joe Flacco back in some kind of role next season. Now, right now, if the playoffs began today, the Bills would go to the Chiefs. Okay. Because they'd be a division winner. Yeah. Now, but the, the one they would go on the road would be the second round if they're able to even get yeah. through the Bills. Because the Bills beat them in that game we're talking about. It was kind of like the tipping point of their season. Yeah, you don't want to play the Bills right now. And who knows? I mean, right now, I, I was reading some of the Houston stuff that if the Texans beat the Titans and beat uh, Indianapolis at the end of the year, they're in. Mm. They're going to win the division. Uh, but, you know, they got to win those games, and they are going to get C.J. Stroud back. So there's still a lot to play out, and Baltimore and Miami play a huge game this weekend <laughs> in Week 16. Right. How about Baltimore coming off San Francisco? Now they get Miami in a critical game Sunday night. So looking forward to an NFL weekend that does start tonight. We're also looking forward to the Sugar Bowl. And for bowl, there's a bowl game that's underway as of right now, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Got to love a bowl Wasabi. game 10 in the morning. <laughs> It's just uh, like wasabi, like the stuff you eat with like Japanese food. Yeah, or something? Yeah, is that a brand? Yeah. I thought it was an actual food. I, didn't yeah, know, I, I didn't know it was like a brand. What is it? I don't it? think it is a brand. Maybe it's like the wasabi covered peas. You ever had those? Oh, those so okay. But it is that stuff that we're thinking about, right? It's wasabi. Yeah. That's, okay. Oh, uh, wasabi is also a restaurant now. Oh. And they have their own brand of 
like uh, frozen like, foods you can buy. Oh, so they okay. See what they just got me. They got me to look it up. That's what they want. That, what exactly, they want <laughs> it works. <laughs> it's work. It works for you. That's exactly what they want. Hey man, let's see how many of our impressions go up. Yeah, because wasabi is a Japanese horseradish. Yeah, so I was saying, like, yeah, you get it, like, from the plant, yeah. but, you, but, you, but they've made it into a brand. I when I was growing up, um, and it, so, you know, I was grounded a lot of, I've told a lot of the stories, grounded for stupid stuff. and Rightfully we'd, so. We'd go out to dinner, <laughs> and uh, the same thing with, like, a Mexican restaurant, but we, my dad's a big fan of Asian food, and say, I, you know, if I was grounded for the weekend or whatever, it's Friday night, we'd go to dinner, he would say, hey, if you eat this giant glob of wasabi, you can be ungrounded. Oh. Same thing at like a Mexican at Lupe Tortilla, you know the big pepper they give you that's hot with your pretty with like your fajitas or whatever. He's like, you eat that whole, you can be ungrounded. Yeah. Well, look, uh, <laughs> wasabi. That's so crazy. You'll be ungrounded. Your dad like bribing you. Wow. <laughs> you needed some entertainment, oh, I guess. I don't, I'm, I'm probably that's, gonna do the same thing with my wanted kids. Wanted to see you laugh. That's well, so it was funny. like a challenge. You know, you know, I love a challenge. A good challenge. Yeah, but okay, I had a different parenting idea. You can't buy your way out of grounding. Well, this is a, this your time. This Don't do the crime be, if you can't serve. You know, this would be time, like you know if I was grounded for like two weeks and I'd already been grounded for like a week and a half. You know, like okay, now he gets you. Get out on good behavior. Probably because he wanted you out of the house and he knew you would do it. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he knew how to hustle you. Yeah, yeah. He's tired of this kid hanging at the house. Let's get him out of here. Uh, this is scrub ass wide receivers. Rod's been saying it all year. No, that's true. But look, I, there's no doubt. But they, they, they had scrub wide receivers last year for the most part. They did, but the NFL usually takes a while to adjust to your gameplay. That's the That's first right. year they didn't have wide receivers, in it, and teams still did not, for some reason, focus on Travis Kelsey. I don't know why. They were still, like, allowing Travis Kelsey to get either man coverage or they were just bracketing him every now and then. Now they're triple teaming this dude, and they're just saying – there's no receiver that you have that can beat man coverage. You don't yeah, have one. And they're just doubling Travis Kelsey. They're just doubling, tripling, teaming on every play. Every important play for <laughs> sure. And yeah. they're just – but it's just the mistakes. And, the, I mean, it's just a fumbling, bumbling mess. And, again, that – I don't want – I can't say – no one can prove that it's Matt Nagy versus Eric Bieniemy because Andy yeah. Reid's still there. Yeah. But, but you know coaching we, matters. Coaching we underestimated matters. the impact of Eric Bieniemy. It's yeah, fair co- to say we all matters. did. Right? Coaching matters. And, by the way, who, you know who kept telling us that? Andy Reid. Yeah. Andy Reid kept saying, he's like, no, man, this guy is a big, important piece. He was trying to get him hired. Office. He was trying. He kept saying, no, man, this guy does a lot of work. He is a really important uh, component to what we do. And nobody really listened to him. And turns out, might have been right it's about that. It's all showing up. Yeah. Because, I mean, all the stuff comes goes to practice and practice habits and mm-hmm. how buttoned up are you as an offense. And they're not. They're, they're the opposite. And, you know, two, two defensive touchdowns allowed uh, on your own mistakes. One of them, a Patrick Mahomes bad decision. This says, uh, uh, <laughs> Nate says, it's unfortunate Kelsey injured himself banging a skinny seven. So, what, you oh, you like Ty. Six. Is that Ty? Is six. That, is that, is that celebrity Ty? Celebrity six. She's Aaron. better than a It's seven. Yoko Ono's Aaron, fault, CB says. I can think of 100 women off the top of my head that are more attractive than, than Taylor Swift. Well, celebrity yeah, but but there are, there are billions in the world, so still, there's still. Yes, the, I was watching. Okay, but everyone acts like she is perfect, and she's no, far I from perfect. But no. I don't think she's a six. She's really talented, and that that. And she's not this level. humanitarian, like globalist person. You know, we need to talk about the private jets. She she rides that thing around like it's riding a bike. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Well, she's, the she's private jets. She will be canceled by this time next year, guaranteed. Ty Henderson, guaranteed. Well, you make her seem like she's the devil. She's not the devil. She's, she's not the devil, person. but I just like she. She's in my face all the time. You know, eventually. She's in his face. I, I, I no, know. nobody likes that that much unless you're a true Swifty. I, I had a, this argument with my sister over Christmas. She said she told me to my face that Taylor Swift is hotter than any girl I've ever been with, 
and I. Oh, now you're really mad. My girlfriend. Now it's called family personal. I know. It's called family personal over some drinks. Oh my god! Yeah, no, we got into a big argument about it, and she did not agree with me. It's safe to say. I like your sister now. That's funny. She poked the bear. That is she funny. She poked the bear. That is great. Uh, I, look, I mean, is she? I was watching what was on last night. Barbie, the Barbie movie. I mean, Margo, oh, yeah. Like, I Margot Robbie that. is, like, super hot, right? Yeah, she is smart. So I wouldn't put Taylor Swift in that category. No, but, different level. But Taylor Swift's a super talented person who's, you know, yeah. written a lot of hit songs. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly right. Good for her. That makes her, you're right. And talent yeah. makes you more attractive. That's Ask Jay-Z. That's, Jay-Z looks like Joe Camel, but he's more attractive. Because <laughs> he's talented. Because he's talented. And he's rich. He's a billionaire. She's rich, but she's a billionaire, and she's really talented. So she goes from being a six in your book. She should probably be close to being a seven and a half or an eight. There you go. <laughs> right. says, Ty, that there. is definitely a family counseling moment with the eat fire in your ungrounded conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we worked through it. We're cool now. Uh, oh, that's I, too I, much. I appreciate the uh, the tough parenting, man. The tough love. I, I do that, like. That, here, here's brought up with again. I my kids are old and raised, and I would, you know, I, I guess I could have understood one of my kids would have suggested it, but your dad was the one that came up with the idea. Dad came up with it, and I loved uh, it. I loved it. Like, like, whenever this I, came up, I'd be like, <laughs> hell yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm like one of my kids said, Dad, I'll I'll do X. Like because for me, they know about their dad. It would have been like go do some extra chores or. Yeah. Go yeah. mow the lawn or <laughs> clean the toilets for mom or whatever. Maybe, yeah. they, and if they had brought up the idea, I would have maybe considered it. You know, you know, one chore for for each day. I'm yeah. gonna remove from the grounding part. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You'll get there, Rod. Uh, no, but, trust me, but, I can't But your wait. baby Monroe will be perfect. A lot so of you bargaining and negotiating. <laughs> I like that, man. No, I'm already. Did. My my wife tells me that I'm too hard, like coaching our baby already. So I gotta like soften up a little. You're bit. already coaching her. <laughs> yeah, I'm already coaching. Like her. four months. We do tummy time, and I'm you know I'm trying to coach her up because you know turn the head. This one, she's like, I'm a little I'm a little too hard on her already. So I was like, all right, I gotta learn. Hey, I, I do like this text. Uh, it's from an unnamed texture though that says Taylor Swift looks like a praying mantis. And okay. I can see that. <laughs> Here, here's the thing I don't understand. I, I, I sexy guess, praying I, mantis. I, everybody's different. I just don't. I don't feel like Taylor Swift's doing anything to put herself in your face. The TV networks are putting her on television. Uh, she's just going to the game to see aware, her boyfriend. Aware? She doesn't have yeah, to. Sit you don't want her to not go to the game. You want to be a hermit? Oh my God. There's plenty of people that go to the games and don't want to be seen, and they're not seen. I'll just say that. Well, you, if you don't okay. want to be well, seen, I, I you think, won't be. It's all part I, of the grand I would scheme. Put that, if, you want to, if I was going to be mad about the number of times I see Taylor Swift, I would put that on the TV networks. They don't have to put her on television. They put her on because she's popular. You don't think she, she, her and uh, Brittany Mahomes playing their little choreographed dances and like all they're like, oh, my no. God, we're so sad. Or her no, I like, don't saying actually. I think, they're, I think they're girls who do that. But, again, I, that's not – you're seeing is that the TV networks are choosing to put it on. Not Taylor Swift is asking them to do that. So yeah. you don't think she's a part um, of the she's, – she's a cog in the machine. Well, she's just going she's to the games God. with her BC or boyfriend uh, and root on her boyfriend. She's That's how I see it. She's to support her man. Like, like Giselle Boonjian went to every game Tom Brady played. Yeah, they did, show her all the time. Did she and go to she every stood, game that she was played? in his suite? They showed her a lot. Well, and, and, and they showed fine. her a lot. And I was fine, <laughs> I was fine like, with I, it. I'm fine looking at beautiful people. It's yes. okay. And it's not like they didn't show Brittany Mahomes in, the, in her brother before oh, Taylor Swift was there. even close to enough. This has been the best thing that's ever happened to Brittany Mahomes. And you know what? They, they she she's on the same level as Taylor Swift. I will but say that. But do you that. know why they're doing it? It was because it because people like you who get so mad about it. Yeah, they do. Oh, they're trying you, to piss me off. That's, that's what they're yes. trying to do. Yes, because there's a lot of people just like you that are yeah, like it's working. It's working, and, mm-hmm. and you now you could turn the channel. It makes me yeah. Wa- yeah I walk the last when we were watching the Chiefs Raiders game on Christmas Day. We were watching in my living room. Me and my sister had that conversation. We had to we had to leave in the next like 20 minutes. And what I saw her on the screen after a Travis Kelsey drop. 
I called that they were going to show her, and I flicked her off, pissed off my sister, and we left early because. And I, so yeah, we turned off the game because of her. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It's I know you don't probably do this, but a lot of people do. Hate watching is a thing. Like people hate watching, hate listen to all types of programs uh, around the country. Like half the audience is watching or listening to it because they like it, and the other half are watching, listening to it because they hate it or don't like it. Um, so I think music's different, though. Do no, you I'm, have, not, do I'm you not talking about music. I'm talking, I'm talking about people watching Swift. You're talking about people watching Taylor Swift and still watching, even though they're annoyed by it. People watch stuff they're annoyed by and listen to stuff they're annoyed by all the time. Sure, hundred percent. And, and my point is, Taylor Swift. I'm, I'm talking, telling you the Taylor Swift phenomenon you're talking about, where people are now turning against her in the blowback. It probably is happening, but it won't deter people from watching. Yeah, I'm trying that, to watch because yeah, I'm never not going to watch football, but I just want to yeah. watch football. I don't want to watch somebody in a box having fake reactions to their fake boyfriend. <laughs> I don't believe it's fake, but okay. Uh, all right, I, and it sounds like you still have residual uh, anger toward your sister. So that's for her comment. Well, she doesn't know. Her. She doesn't know any better. So I'll she give her a pass. As a Swifty, how old is your sister again? She's twenty-one. Yeah. Oh, she's. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm knows. the I'm the observer who looks at it and says, you know, who's more in my face than Taylor Swift is Travis Kelsey. He's the one that's everywhere. He's the one that every commercial I see and everything yeah. I. Mr. Pfizer. He, well, he's everywhere, <laughs> which is fine, but give Travis Kelsey credit. He's uh, late in his career. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame on a first ballot. Yes. And he's uh, and he's marketing himself where he can cross over now. Yes, like he he, can. As soon as he retires, he can cross over and do what, reality TV or whatever he wants to do. People talk show host. Talk show host. He can do all kind of stuff now, yeah. especially now with Taylor Swift. You know, if that they, endorsement. Yeah, if they stay together, he'll, he'll honestly do something really annoying. He'll probably end up, you know, acting. And being like, you know, I mean, like or cameos like Michael movies. Strahan, right? I mean, Michael Strahan's now on Good Morning America. He could, he, could, he could go that route. Yeah, I, mean, I, a lot of guys I don't, I don't know if he's, if he's got the chops for that. Yeah, I see him more like he, getting he, into cameos doing acting. He's getting so. carried by his brother on their podcast that they have. Let's, let's, oh, we can all agree on that. I don't. I, I, I think they're both pretty funny. Uh, they're brothers. You're just a big brother. fan of, of the Jason, Kelseys and the Swifts. Jason, J- no, Jason, no, I'm just Jason's not. A, I don't. It doesn't bother me. Jason I, Kelsey's funny. I, 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 I in, yeah. take it in and you know, turn it off, turn it on. It's fine. I, I'm I starting to think we are having me. this conversation just to piss me off every day. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really. <laughs> I'm starting to believe. We were we were actually talking about the Chiefs and their inept offense. We didn't say anything. You about brought any up, of you it. brought me into it for the. T- you said t- I'm sure ties and every time I'm out, they pull me back. <laughs> we were actually talking about the Chiefs, and it started with a conversation about the, they wouldn't want to play the Browns in the playoffs because the Browns are really good. Uh, that was the conversation, but uh, it's deteriorated to this, so yes, we apologize yes. for that. Uh, but props to your sister. Props to your sister. <laughs> I like that, 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 that comment. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll get you where we're going to be in New Orleans coming up. We're excited about our uh, coverage coming to you live from New Orleans, Louisiana, coming up on Sunday and, or Monday and Tuesday of next week, Rod. I will also tell you that our coverage is brought to you by friends at uh, Hayes City Store out there in Driftwood, like Texas, it. and Taste on Main in Buda. Got to get to Taste, man. If you're looking for some great food and not having to fight with uh, downtown Austin and looking for a steak, some seafood, the raw while you love oysters, got to get into Taste, Rod. Got to do it, man. Love it. I was over there, and I, I couldn't even decide the, the appetizer that I wanted. Much less the pro, much less the steak or the. the sometimes fish. you get, to, sometimes you just get appetizers. Sometimes I you skip a meal, I just get like five appetizers. And eat well, now more. they throw this uh, chicken fried pork chop thing on the menu. I'm like, what? Chicken fried pork chop? That looks amazing. Uh, the ribeyes, the food right. is so good there. Uh, so you'll have a hard time with with every level of that menu. Uh, bring it back again and again because you want to try the new stuff. 
Uh, it is tremendous. So I uh, want to thank them. They're Taste on Main right there in downtown Buda, Texas. Charming downtown Buda, Texas is where you'll find them. Uh, don't have to fight with the parking and the hassles of downtown Austin to get a great uh, steak, great meal, especially if you live in South Austin like uh, Rod does and I do and Ty does. Uh, so get on down there. Taste on Main. They're going to help us get there. We'll tell you where we'll be, though, and when the coverage will be coming your way. Also, uh, Rod will take us behind the burnt orange curtain, Texas and uh, Washington are in New Orleans. They're practicing now on site. Details coming from both head coaches. Also, Pete Kwiatkowski met with the media this morning. We'll get some details on what he may have said about this Longhorn defense and the challenge of facing Michael Penix and this Washington top-rated pass offense in the country. We'll have that coming back on Hook 'Em Up with Ian Rodby. When your money's on the line, put it on the line with MyBookie, a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use MyBookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance at a big payday. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag right now and register for an account absolutely free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use the promo promo code HORN to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's the promo code HORN to claim your deposit bonus and for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Have you ever heard of 38,000 plus odds on the 49ers and Chiefs? You won't find odds like that anywhere else like MyBookie. You can bet anything, you can bet anytime, and you can bet anywhere. As long as you're betting with my friends at MyBookie, you're betting with the best. Nothing turns game day into a great day, like stocking up at Specs and cheering on the Cowboys. As a proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Specs has everything you need to turn your pregame party into a full-on football feast. With lower prices on a stadium-sized selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, seltzers, and gourmet foods, Specs is your one-stop shop for all your game day essentials. Cowboy up at Specs. The fun starts here. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen out, would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, this is Tom McKay, owner of Audiovisual Consultations, and all of us at Audiovisual would like to wish you and your family a happy holiday season. This time of year can get a little hectic, so we want to remind you to relax, enjoy the season with your family and friends, and give us a call for all your home entertainment needs. This is my favorite time of the year. I love the holidays, the music, the decorations, the whole darn thing. 
So this year, I'm asking all the Horn listeners to help me make this a special holiday for everyone. Smiles are contagious. Let's spread them like COVID. Let's high-five strangers on the street. Hold the door for those behind us. Tip our servers more than they've ever been tipped before. Give to a charity or, hell, give to a bunch of charities. If someone does a good job, tell them they did a good job. Pat someone on the butt. Sing in public places just because it feels good. And as always, hug your kids until they beg you to stop. Watch some games with your friends and make love to your wife or your husband. I know there's some women listening to you. You can still call us if you'd like to get some cool electronics, but more importantly, have a great holiday season and a f***ing awesome next year. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Hook Em Up, 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. One of our uh, texters, uh, Rod, points out that... Uh, Remember how often they showed Jessica Simpson when Tony Romo was there? Oh, her. yes, we do remember this. Yeah. How did that work out? Yeah, but still, the, certainly got sh- uh, exposed a lot on television. Celebrity quarterback. And, and it, ruined really their, it ruined Tony Romo's season. You say yeah, so. well, I remember they, they did go to Mexico. Remember him and Jason Wade? They went to Mexico like before the playoffs or something. Well, yeah, they Jessica. had the week off. They had the week Jessica. off, then they lost. Yeah, that was a bad optics. That they was could, bad luck. But, but Romo had a great season that year with Jessica Simpson. But then uh, I believe that started down at the – when they were had the training camp at Alamo Dome, and she was there. She showed up there way back in the training camp, if memory serves. I'm trying to you – know, from a celebrity yeah. dating yeah, cause profile. Th- t- Romo dated a couple of celebrities, right? Didn't he, he did. date another one? He dated another one, I thought, a, a young lady. That was like a, like a, I don't know, she was a pop star or something, something like that. I got to go look at Because he was dating Jessica Simpson, and who was the, uh, Miles Austin was dating somebody right. famous at the same time. I think you're correct about this. I think your memory's on the point. Yes, she, he was dating someone famous and pretty and all that kind of stuff, too. So you had like two celebrity, then there was Jason Witten with his wife. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just, Jason Witten, I'm just hanging out. Yeah, Carrie Underwood. Yes, that's he right. He dated Carrie Underwood. Underwood. It was Carrie Underwood. Yeah, he went through a couple of those. Remember, and that's Bill Parcells hated celebrity quarterbacks. Like he was, he literally that was part of his, one of his rules. He was like guard against the celebrity quarterback because he didn't want his quarterback to start dating starlets. And hanging Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is a celebrity quarterback, right? Dating starlets. I, I still would love to be in the room when uh, the the Giants quarterback Jesse Palmer told Tom Coughlin he was going on The Bachelor. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they asked Sims to do it actually too. He Sims? didn't do it. They asked Sims to do it. He didn't do it. Because I think Phil was like, no. Come on, man. You'll never be taken seriously as a quarterback. And honestly, I think Sim should have did it because look at where Jesse is now. He's just doing what basically he's like hosting like one of the morning shows. It was a conduit to great things yeah, for him. it helps you cross over. So Sim should have did it because I, well, I think at the time Sim was like, hey, I'm going to be a professional you know, quarterback I'll give Jesse Palmer credit because he knew he was not going to play in the NFL for long. He's my former teammate with the Giants, man. I'm telling you. He's a handsome Jesse, dude. He was a cool and now dude. the girls love him because he's on – you know what he's on? He's, he's not only over. rooms to go commercials. Yeah. He's on uh, celebrity, something called Celebrity Baking Challenge, Bro. Christmas Baking Challenge. It's all about crossing <laughs> over, man. You know what I mean? You need to start. Guys living on Easy Street. Yeah. I believe it's Chris Peterson who was, uh, I don't know, I've listened to a lot of Chris Peterson lately. But he was talking about his uh, former players, and one of his uh, kind of go-to lines was, football is always and will always be plan B. It's going to have to be because you're not going to play football for most of your life. All right? Your plan A will be what you do for most of your life. And that ain't gonna be football. Yeah, find your, you know find your niche. So, yeah, exactly. Start, start, start figuring out Plan A while you're doing Plan B because he's always, always got football's Plan B. 
What's your plan A? What yeah. you going to be doing for the rest of I your like life? That. For most smart. of your life. Very smart. Yeah. Very smart. Also very smart will be uh, you know, our coverage from uh, New Orleans. Excited about it. Uh, we're going to be headed there. Ty's headed to New Orleans. Uh, he'll be, he may have some, some intel out. from behind the scenes at the Manning House. Ooh, hanging like the, out, The huh? House of Manning. This is Archie's house, Ty, you're talking about, or is this the – we're, we're, we're uh, talking about. They got a lot of houses. In Louisiana. I don't know. It's, it's, they got a lot of houses. Come on. Now. It's, the, it's the Manning's pregame party slash exactly. watch party at one of their houses. So okay. Well, I will be on Monday because you know how this day goes. The game is Monday night, mm-hmm. so you and I will not be doing a morning show on Monday of New Year's Day. Uh, we are gonna, you know, ring in the new year. No morning show, but we will be on you, Patrick Davis, and myself. Ty can jump in too if he's around. Uh, you guys, you and Ty, you and Patrick will be here. Yep. And I will be uh, at Manning's Restaurant in uh, in downtown New Orleans, right there off of Canal. It's right there by the Harris Casino, not far, uh, kind of convention center area. Great spot, really cool, right? huge, huge. So we'll be. I'm going to be partnering with our friend Bobby Burton and the team at On, Th- on Texas Football. Nice. Uh, so we'll be doing some stuff with them. And from 4 to 7 on Monday, brought to you by Hayes City Store and Taste on Main, we will be at Manning's. Now I'm bringing you coverage. And then whatever happens Monday night, uh, we'll be talking about it Tuesday morning here on Hook 'Em Up Rod, and I will be it. live from New Orleans. Nice. Uh, with coverage from the uh, the media hotel there, the Sheraton on Canal. So I'll be broadcasting live there. So looking forward to doing it. Thank you to Taste on Main, and thank you to Hay City Store for helping us get there. That'll be our live coverage. Make the trip over on Saturday. Already making plans to gather because there's a ton of people that I know going to this game, Rod. Uh, or at least going to New Orleans. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. People are going to New Orleans. They don't give a damn about the game anymore. It's like, I'm going to be there. Ring in the it's new year. I will watch be the there. game. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then the Cowboys play Saturday night. That ain't bad either. You get to Saturday night to watch the Cowboys play the Lions and maybe go over to Harris and put a wager on that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, see how that goes. And then, uh, you know, you get to hang out on, on Bourbon Street or wherever. And then, obviously, Sunday night is New Year's. You ring in the new year in a cool town. Uh, and then, you know, the next night is Sugar Bowl. So pretty good. I love that. Pretty good. So yes, looking forward great. to that. Uh, and, of course, if the Longhorns win, and we're talking about a win on Monday, on Tuesday morning, Rod, or as Longhorn fans would like me to say, when Texas wins, we'll be talking about a, a quick turnaround. We've got to get ready to get down to Houston. Oh, man. Do this thing all over again it's, it's the, the following Monday. It's amazing how the Longhorns uh, can, can't say lucked out because they've uh, earned this opportunity, but they've had kind of a home field regional advantage <laughs> in these games. The Big 12 title game. Pretty much a home game for Texas in the state of Texas. Uh, the Sugar Bowl now, at least it's in the southern region. So Washington, a, a team from the Pacific Northwest, got to travel all the way down. A lot of their fans just can't afford it and just won't do it. It's just too much madness. So it's going to be mostly Longhorn burnt orange down there. And if they are lucky enough to make it in H-Town, can anybody, could anybody have ever imagined God. for any for any Blue Blood fan base to be playing a national title game in your state in one of the biggest cities, two and a half in hours, three hours from your campus, <laughs> like that play, H Town is gonna be wild. It's gonna be painted now. Georgia, Georgia's had the you know they played in, in some big games in the, in Atlanta. Yeah, because they play SEC title game there. Yeah, there that, that helps. But I'm sure I'm sure there's been I'm sure it's happened before. I mean I'm USC. Yeah, they could play in the Rose Bowl. USC sure. playing the Rose Bowl. I'm so I'm sure it's happening. Right, there you go. I mean, there you go. USC, play, imagine that, right? That's how hype there'll be. USC playing in the Rose Bowl. That's the equivalent of playing a national title. Well, game listen, for Texas I mean, let me take it to, a, to another level, and then we'll go behind the burn orange curtain. This kind of is, by the way. Several people on the text line, thank you, have reminded us that Miles Austin was dating Kim Kardashian. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Forgot about it. Kim's dated a lot of dudes. I'm just gonna say she's got a type. She's got a type. I'll say this, Miles Austin, this is a, I'm a heterosexual, happily married guy. He's got some of the bluest eyes you'll ever see. 
Like, seriously. Have you been mesmerized by Miles Austin's well, yes. eyes? <laughs> I mean, you interview him, and you're like, golly. Didn't he get, like, arrested for something in the last few years? Like, I don't know. I, 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 did, I did see a, a negative Miles. I don't know what it was, but I did see a negative Miles Austin headline not too long ago. But Miles Austin, dang. Uh, he, was, <laughs> he was suspended. He was the Jets wide receivers coach, and he was suspended for gambling. Yeah, so it, was, oh, it was a negative headline. I don't know what it no, was, but it was a negative no. headline. But to, to the point, if uh, if the, can you imagine just for win or lose in the national title game with with what the Longhorns have done, and we talked about it this morning, Rod, with the addition of the the receiver from California, and of course Trey Trey Moore. You imagine the way they're recruiting in Dallas right now. What playing a national championship game in Houston could do for the recruiting in Houston. Oh yeah, big picture for the program. Oh, that's no question. They're trying. I mean, right now they're kind of behind Houston and or A and M and some others in that city. They're in there because they've really focused on Dallas, which Houston, is not a problem. Houston is just tougher to recruit because there's just more of an SEC influence. Yes. They are there are SEC schools with they have like they have basically bases. I'm not joking about it. they have like recruiting bases in Houston, like physical bases in Houston. Yeah, <laughs> like they know LSU. how fertile it is. Yes, right? LSU and Bama. So it's just tougher to recruit there because teams have and all, every, yeah, ever since. They have a history there already. Right. Well, like, yeah. DFW, DF, DFW's rise is relatively new. Remember I told you guys, Houston had more talent than DFW for years, uh, because mostly because of the refugees from Hurricane Katrina and from Hurricane yeah, Rita. That, and they would all come from Louisiana, like my people. My mom and dad are born swamp people, and they would come to Houston. So they would get not only the Houston talent, they get a lot of Louisiana talent, second generation, yeah. second, third generation there too. Dallas didn't have that, but now – Dallas, whatever they put in the water up there. It's like the U.S. has military bases all over the globe. But when, <laughs> when A&M joined the yeah. SEC, they started. Yes. That got them into Boom. Texas. That H-Town. got them into Texas. Yes. That was the portal right there. That was like that corridor well, right there. And so Texas now deals with that. But Texas, uh, you know, Tom Herman and his staff were big recruiting in Houston because yep. that's where they came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could jumpstart through. Not that they need help recruiting right now in Texas, but uh-huh. um, you play a national championship game in that backyard and get to be this, the focal point for a week. You can't even on – on a year when you beat Nebraska uh, – you know, I know our friend Jerry Hamilton and all the recruiting insiders talked about how big that win at Tuscaloosa was mm-hmm. for the Longhorns recruiting yep. in the deep south. And we've already seen this recruiting class for 2024 start to come together with a kid from – quarterback from Alabama and a tight end from Georgia and a running yep. back from Florida. And it's like, okay, you know, but get back down into Houston. Because uh, Houston gives you that, that corridor to Louisiana. It's right there. Yeah. I mean, and, that's, and, that's, well, and that's swamp people. That's, they're all the same well, people. And if you heard <laughs> us earlier this morning, we played the entire Sark opening news conference from New Orleans. And if you missed that, you can go back on podcast in the 6 o'clock hour, hear his first full eight minutes. But in there, he says, you know, in the in the staff, we don't we don't consider there a border between here and, Louis- yeah, and New Orleans. Basically, East Texas, Houston Extent. to East Texas, all the way Louisiana, that's all one territory for us. We don't know. see a border. Yeah, exactly. And he should start looking at it like that. I, I wish Mac would have looked at it like that more because LSU doesn't have any natural competitors in that state. There's no program even close to LSU like that, like A&M is with, you know, Texas. At least they're in the same the com- uh, competition level, they don't have that. So they, and they can't get all the talent. They're still trying to get guys from Georgia and Florida too. So there's tons of talent in Louisiana that really goes overlooked for the most part. Yeah, and they're they're you know Terry Joseph has been big in that state, mm-hmm. and he brings Brandon a lot of time. Ha- Brandon Harris has been big. Brandon Harris got LSU ties. Yeah, yeah, I man. Uh, and as you said, I mean, if you can if you can lock up, you know, do a really good job in the Metroplex, especially South Dallas, get back into Houston. Then you can target around the country, and this is what they're doing. Like they're targeting t- individual players, and no, no matter where, yeah. if you're recruiting well in Dallas and Houston, uh, and in your own backyard here in Austin, yep. 
uh, you're going to have a talented team. You're going to clean up. <laughs> Those, to me, are the three areas in Texas where you have to have a majority sh- market share, right, majority market share. So Dallas, Houston, and I think your own backyard in Central Texas. And as they consider Houston to be East Texas going into Louisiana, then they already got Beast Texas taken care of as well. West Texas, listen, there will be pockets of great players out there in West Texas and in the panhandle and all that. But like you said, that's sporadic. That's, you know, you'll find those guys when they pop up out of nowhere. But for the most part, you're talking about pipelines, most fertile recruiting grounds in the country, top yeah. ten. That's Houston, SDFW, as Central Texas for the most part. Well, and you heard, you had the quote last week with uh, Xavier Filsamy saying that uh, all the top dudes in Texas want to play at Texas. They all want to go to Texas. Well, you go into Houston and win a natty. In Houston? You're a made man. Oh. You're a made man. All right, we'll, yeah. we'll uh, continue that conversation. But right now, Rod's got more on that. Let's go behind the burn orange curtain. And they were all asking themselves the same question. What is behind that curtain? All right, a lot of talk today, uh, at least a lot of conversation for us, about the offensive line for Washington. Uh, which has won the Joe Moore Award. It's uh, for giving out annually to the best offensive line in the country. Uh, that group, uh, which was one of the best, if not the best, pass-blocking offensive line in the country, won the Joe Moore Award. Only allowed 11 sacks all year long. 18 sacks they've allowed in the last two years, which is a phenomenal stat. I mean, that's a, over a 1,000 passing attempts for Michael Penix in the last two years and only been sacked 18 times. Phenomenal. Um, and only 9% of the pressures against Michael Penix are converted into sacks. That is another phenomenal number, and that is because <laughs> these sacks, and, and Chris Peterson says this, sacks are usually attributed to the quarterback, even in his mind. Analytically, we know that too. Sacks attributed to the quarterback, quarterbacks holding on to the football, All right, quarterbacks uh, taking too long to process. That is not Michael Penix. He has a comfort level in this system that is, honestly, it's troubling. At least for Longhorn fans, it's going to be troubling. The last quarterback you played, uh, that Texas played, that had this amount of uh, knowledge and this amount of comfort and experience within the same system was probably Dylan Gabriel. And before that, it was probably Donovan Smith. Think Ooh, about Think yeah. About. Well, Donovan Smith, well, he's an air raid system, right? He had yeah. been an air raid there at Texas Tech. Great one. He was in the air raid uh, there with U of H, Dana Hogerson, and he had some success. Lighting up Texas just because he's comfortable in that system. Uh, and same thing with Dylan Gabriel. That worries me a little bit with Penix. His comfort level in the system, that keeps you from converting pressure into sacks, but also just just lets you know that you know Texas had trouble with teams that are pass first with quarterbacks that have a lot of experience in a particular system. Uh, we'll get back to that. But uh, they, uh, they watched an offensive line, uh, one of the best in the country. The O-line itself, the five starters on the O-line, have only given up a total of five sacks, zero attributed to the right tackle, two attributed to the left tackle, and he's considered a better player. Uh, Fawutano is considered a, a better player. He's a third-team All-American, first-team All-Conference player. Roger Rosegarden has only given up zero sacks, zero the entire season. He's, so they both their tackles are legit NFL players who will play on Sundays. The interior is where Texas would have an advantage. They usually do because they got Byron Murphy and, uh, you know, and Fundre Sweat as their interior D tackles and the best D tackle duo in all of college football. If those two guys can provide organic pressure, then it's going to be a problem for Washington's offensive line. They haven't faced a defense or tackle duo as – dynamic right and as imposing as uh texas 
But last year they did a really good job against Texas defensive line. Texas did not have any sacks, didn't have a lot of splash plays against this group. If they can move the pocket, which they, re- they like to do a lot of, and if they can get the ball out quickly and Texas doesn't take away the easy completions for Michael Penix, all right, then they'll be able to insulate Michael Penix with pass protection. But if Texas can force Michael Penix to hold on to the ball just a little bit longer and get interior pressure, that's when he's been its most erratic all season long. Uh, Washington run the run offense, I should say, with their offensive line also pretty good. They're allowing, or at least I should say they're achieving – 3.1 yards before contact per rush. Texas defense is allowing 2.4 yards after contact per rush. That number leads to Big 12. Washington's top 10 in yards before contact per rush. So they're actually a really good offensive line at getting an initial push. Texas is really good at neutralizing that initial push. So something's got to give there. I think people have been really uh, – I just think they've uh, been an underrated offensive line even prior to them winning the Joe Moore Award. I think now they'll get a little bit more respect. Uh, but I don't think we've done uh, them enough justice, and I don't think we've given them enough props. That's going to be a huge matchup in the game. Uh, and Michael Penix, uh, one thing to throw out about him, uh, he's only, like I say, only been sacked 18 times in the last two years. And one thing he does really, really well is he avoids sacks in the pocket. He maneuvers in the pocket really well. He's athletic. He's really athletic. Uh, he's had a lot of AC, had a lot of injuries, two ACL surgeries. But you look at the way that he operates, just his movement in the pocket, buying himself time, creating bigger windows to throw the football to. He he's actually one of the best in the country at that, and having a low turnover uh, play rate at the. Uh, at the same time, I think he's got a 2% turnover-worthy uh, play rate, which is really, really low. Doesn't turn the football over a lot, only nine interceptions on the season. So the key to this game, honestly, is probably going to come down to whether Texas can pressure Michael Penix. They only had eight quarterback hurries on him last season. No sacks, no tackles for loss, no quarterback knockdowns, no quarterback hits, just eight hurries. That has to change in this next matchup. If they only have hurries against him, no knockdowns, uh, no sacks, if they don't have any hits on the quarterback, it's going to be a long day. They didn't really touch Michael Penix last year. No, they hurried no him. Sacks. They hurried him, but they didn't touch him. Yeah, That's no sacks and no negative plays in that game. Just mm. one turnover. Jaron Thompson yeah. had the one interception in that game last year. Uh, and last year is last year, but it's a good good look. And as you said, I you know you the stats over the last at Washington, but I gave you the stats of when even at Indiana, this guy's thrown 1,600 passes and been sacked 31 times. So he is a really good quarterback of avoiding sacks and getting the ball out of his hand. Um, that's a big factor of why he's you know up for the Heisman Trophy this year. And you know it's one of those the, Rod, you, you you can play defense in a lot of different ways, right? You can play defense with your defense. But you can use your offense as a defense too. I mean, this can be. This is yep. one where Sark and his offense. I know he wants to, you know, get in, the, get in that gun battle, but uh, that shootout, as they say. But you may want to use your if you're able to run the football. If you can run the football, you might want to run the football, and you know, try to control the clock a little bit, play some field position, get them backed up where you can uh, to come after them. Uh, and yeah, I mean, both teams are going to be looking to force field goals, you know, and play some some bend but don't break. Because, you, I mean, fans can be all they want. But the, the, the numbers tell you this is the number one pass offense in the country. Yep. And you just gave all the numbers of why. They're going to they're gonna score some points. They're going to hit you with some things. That's yeah. just you got to go in there expecting that. And then, you know, people on, on the long run side will point out their, their pass defensive numbers. Well, as I pointed out, they've played five of the top 16 passing offenses in the country this year. They won't be scared. 
<laughs> right. I mean, I mean, think about that. The five of the top 16 yeah. passing offenses in the country they faced. Washington faced Oregon, Washington State, USC. Um, gosh, Arizona, number 11 in the country in pass offense. Colorado's number 16. Right about that. So that, that not, not only will they not be scared, those numbers are going to get inflated when you're playing that many great passing teams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're star. No question. And, and the other point of that is they're 13-0. They've given up a lot of yards, but they've still won. Yeah, Quinn's not, not, the, not even a th- I think he's like the third best quarterback they play. Yeah, like they, like they play some really good quarterbacks, right? Yeah. So that this is going to be a game management thing too, because you just got to know going in, you're going to give up some points. It just is. You're going to score some points, but man, execution, critical moments, end of half, that whole end of the half, start of the second half kind of thing. Can you can you uh, play that game? Uh, end of game situations. It's going to be that kind of kind of football game. So Sark and his staff have to be on point with that too. And Kalen DeBoer has been really good uh, at 13 and 0, and you know 20. Four and two in two seasons or whatever he is. It's just unbelievable. I don't. Yeah. I, I, you you can argue that that I don't know if there's been a better start to a coaching career. He's in. I mean, if he wins, especially if he ends up, you know, winning a college football playoff game, I mean, he's had one of the best starts to a coaching career ever. Yeah, yeah. And won the Pac-12, beat Texas last year in the bowl game. Now uh, thirteen and zero. So looking forward to this game coming up Monday night. We'll be there. Uh, Horn shaking your live coverage. Thanks to Hazen City Store and Taste on Main. Thank you to to uh, uh, Rod for behind the BOC. We'll come back with what's popping and. What's popping is not this bowl game in Boston. We'll get you details coming next. Hook them up with Ian Rodby. Cleaning your fuel system can help your engine run better and improve gas mileage. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts and pick up a bottle of Chevron Tecron fuel system cleaner on sale now. Buy one, get one free. Plus, get two times O Rewards points. Get more fuel saving tips from the professional parts people at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ironworkers Local 482, building Central Texas since 1935. You see their skilled craftsmanship every day with Austin iconic landmarks like UT Memorial Stadium and the Pennybacker Bridge. Ironworkers Local 482 Union is hiring 3,000 people right now for a huge new project. Enjoy full benefits, a pension, and a rewarding career. Becoming a member of Ironworkers Local 482, you accept the challenge to give your best each day while shaping Austin's economic development. Apply today at ironworkers482.org. That's ironworkers482.org. Hey, it's Aaron Hogan for Orchard, and you can use your imagination with me for a second, but imagine this, selling your old home from the comfort of your couch in your new home. I know, it's crazy, and your imagination, right? But actually, it's true. With Orchard, you can move into your new home before selling your old home and still sell for top dollar. There's example after example. Here's just one couple moving from Colorado to Texas for work. It's going to be a nightmare. They have to sell their old home first, then move and rent an apartment, then move again into their home. What a nightmare. We've all heard those stories, been a part of that maybe. Then they found out about Orchard's Move First program, which enabled them to sell their old home after moving into their new home on their timeline. No home showings, no prep work. Orchard does it all. Oh, and there's even more good news. Orchard sold their home in less than a week and for more than they thought. Orchard sold our old home in less than a week and for way more than we thought. So we got a boat. So again, it's not in your imagination. It's absolutely true and happening all the time and every day. Buy your next home before you sell and be prepared to be delighted. Get a free no obligation cash offer from Orchard. O-R-C-H-A-R-D.com. That's Orchard.com. The Horn text line has moved. Join the conversation on the new Horn text line, 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-3776. What's poppin'? Who you Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that like stocking. 
just joshing. I'm spending this holiday London. My body got rid of them Oh man, we're watching the, uh, the beginnings of SMU ponies. You know, on, on the SMU home field on Tuesday night, the Texas State Bobcats were popping. They won their first ever whole program bowl game. Also at SMU, they drank. This is no, nothing more on brand than the Texas State fans who showed up big time for the first ever bowl game for that program for G.J. Kinney. They showed up, and not only that, uh, Rod, they drank the stadium out of beer. They, they actually drank the <laughs> – like they were on one side. They drank the home side out by halftime. <laughs> they had to go to the, <laughs> they had to to the visitor go to the, side? They had to go ransack the rice side. Man, yeah, rice. They, <laughs> the rice ain't drinking like that. Come no, on now. They don't bring it up people. They ain't doing it exactly. Come on now. Uh, so props to the, uh, for, the wow. for the Bobcats on a couple of occasions. Yeah, good but, for them. But SMU, who, who would like to be playing on their home field right now, they're playing at Fenway Park in front of countless 12s. Uh, maybe 40, 400 people are there at Fenway Park. <laughs> maybe 400. Yeah, because the weather's disgusting. And it's 45 degrees and pouring down and rain. And pouring down rain? On a baseball field. How bad do you want it, guys? On a, in a baseball stadium. How bad now, do you Now, there'll probably it? be some Boston College fans there, but even they are going to be like, I'm out of here. Oh, no. You, if you went to that game, even <laughs> as you went casually, you're like, no, I'm not. Yeah, how could you get up in the morning and still be motivated to go? Oh. In the morning, be like, no, nah, I ain't going to that game. Well, it's, the next no. game is going to be the same because it's the pinstripe bowl in New York, and the weather forecast is the same. I ain't going to that game. And that's Miami. Miami's going to come out of South Beach and be like, what? No What way. are we doing here? <laughs> Playing who? Rutgers? Greg Schiano's team? That's no fun. Mm, uh, yeah. So that won't be fun. Decent game, but uh, there's 32 different players in the portal. The transfer portal bowl is NC State and K-State at uh, 430 today. Or 445. That, the Orange Bowl is kind of like that, too. The Orange Bowl, I think they're at 40 between oh. Florida State and Georgia. I believe they're at 40, almost 40 players who have either transferred prior to that bowl or have opted out of that bowl game. Uh, hmm. And Arizona, Oklahoma tonight. That should be worth, if you're going to stay up late, that might be good. That's not going to kick till after 8 o'clock tonight down in San Antonio. But Arizona, number 14, Oklahoma, number 12, they're both pretty intact. Now, they've both lost some players to the portal, Oklahoma for sure. Yeah. But uh, this is a big one for Brett Venables. They didn't make a bowl game last year, and now they're playing down in San Antonio. So that'll, that'll be, mm -hmm. a, I think, a pretty heavy Oklahoma crowd tonight in San Antonio. Oklahoma State showed up, though. They did. And they ready to play. beat up on the Aggies. But that game, I mean, not, you know, the Aggies got beat. But at the same time, they only, they only had 48 scholarship players available last night. Mm. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's tough. I was going to say, but that is kind of the reality, the yeah. new reality of the bowl games. They and just they, These expeditions don't matter to these players anymore. They just don't. They don't care anything about it. No, that's not popping. <laughs> there's, and there's no loyalty like, oh, man, you know what? My, what about my teammates? What about my coaches? There's no loyalty. Hey, we asked the question earlier, and now advertising does work. You could advertise with us in the new year if you'd like to. It does work. We get a lot of response <laughs> for our people. But, what, you know, we said the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Mm -hmm. Totally wrong, Rod. Rod. Wasabi has nothing to do with food. Wasabi is a the world's fastest uh, hot cloud storage company. Oh, so it's not food? It's cloud storage. It's one, we go back to the cloud. I was starting the show. <laughs> yes, we full you, circle. You said you need a new phone because you're out of food. You're taking so many pictures of your daughter and Christmas. Yeah, so I'm out of storage. You might need to go phone. to Wasabi. Because now we were talking about has anybody Photo. know how to access the cloud? What the hell the cloud is? How I retrieve stuff from the cloud? And then Ty told me, oh, it's out in the cloud. I'm like, well, what? How do I access the cloud? What do I? How do I get to the Wasabi. cloud? Wasabi. Wasabi can. Wasabi.com. They can help me with my cloud. Uh, yes. At 80% lesser cost than leading competitors. There you go. Compliant, durable. There you go. Uh, hot cloud storage. Yeah. 
I say I never. I didn't know. I never heard of that before. So good for wasabi. We just got us. I looked it up. I thought it was going to be food. See. But then the first commercial of the first break was wasabi hot cloud storage. Hot hot cloud storage. <laughs> yeah, what was in between? Just regular cloud. Hot cloud. Storage. I think they've added hot because wasabi is hot. I think Ooh, that's part of their branding. Oh, there you go. That makes sense. That's why. Well, they had me fooled. I was thinking about wasabi. Wasabi. The, you know the accoutrement. I wasn't thinking about wasabi. Do you like wasabi? I don't think so. Every time I go, to like a, I go to like a Japanese steakhouse or something, um, yeah, people sushi. are always – No, I'm not a sushi guy. I'm not a sushi guy. I don't like sushi. I, I have Same. like spring rolls or something, but, yeah, I'm not into – Hey, yeah, what's the uh, – and this, by the way, I'm going to give credit. This is a good restaurant. Went there. Ty, have you been to 1010 down on 6th Street? Oh, yeah, good Mystery. stuff. Okay, went there. I don't know that I've ever spent over $200 on a meal and still been starving. That's, so, that's, how, I, that's how I felt at Red Farm. When I went for my birthday. Yeah, they, they I mean it's a small plate thing and you kinda share and it's really good. But then it was like two hundred dollars later and I'm walking out going, Golly, can I go get a sandwich now somewhere? I need a burger. <laughs> I'd have had a dinner and I need a good burger. <laughs> no, I feel this I, I'm with, I feel like that when I go to when I have like honestly I feel like they have the Chinese a lot sometimes. Yeah. And they were bringing yeah. so much food and then you're like, Well, I don't know that I got did I get it? Did I'm I kinda I, hungry, so yeah. I had like Stop. some ribs and then I had some of this and then it was good. That's it. Don't oh, know. And then I'm like sitting there hungry, and I'm like, how much? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually I'm doing those, uh, what do they call them? Uh, we do the, uh, oh, the sake bombs. Ooh, that's, that'll that's my give jam. you a headache. That, yeah, that's what I do. That's, I what, that's why my birthday dinner bombs? was so expensive so because expensive we ordered like nine bottles of sake for the entire Oh, time. love well, sake bombing, man. That's my stuff. Also popping tonight, it's uh, Jets and Browns on Monday, on Thursday night football. The great story of Joe Flacco and this playoff-bound Browns team uh, that can still, you know, lock, so. them, lock up that division. Well, they're not going to chase down the Ravens at this point. Uh, do you have a pick tonight, Ty? Is there a Sex Panther pick, or are you just going all in on the Longhorns to win the Natty? Um, yeah, Longhorns to win the Natty, and I'll give you the rest of my uh, friends' ideas to get into the game tomorrow. Cause <laughs> yeah, let's not go with the wheelchair ones. idea again. There's some that better ones don't fake a disability just to get into it. Ty, all he had to do was say, my buddy's taking a wheelchair to New Orleans to try to get into the game. I'm like, well, end of that story. <laughs> I don't need the rest of it. <laughs> no, we cannot endorse that behavior. Come on, man. Oh, I'm not Ty. doing it. It's just someone you can talk about other people. By the way, Ty had a Ty had a Christmas Day popping miracle because he, he – how much money did you win on Christmas Day in your Enough. three NFL games? Enough? I'm like two Gs. <laughs> nice job, Ty. Trip is funded. I might find you in New Orleans and have you buy a, buy a wasabi. Hey, have a great <laughs> one, everybody. Everything podcast at hornfm.com. We're back on a Friday. Hey, it's Aaron Hogan, and this month our tour of Central Texas golf courses powered by Callahan's General Store is back, and we shine the spotlight on Gray Rock Golf Club in South Austin. Visit hornfm.com and take a tour with me and our golf pro, Omar Uresti. Gray Rock Club is back open and sprinkled with towering oaks providing the perfect runway on every drive. 160 acres of nature and majestic views back open from their restoration. Check out Gray Rock and all the courses we visited during our tour of Central Texas golf powered by Callahan's General Store only at hornfm.com. Hi, this is Tom McKay, owner of Audiovisual Consultations, and all of us at Audiovisual would like to wish you and your family a happy holiday season. This time of year can get a little hectic, so we want to remind you to relax, enjoy the season with your family and friends, and give us a call for all your home entertainment needs. This is my favorite time of the year. I love the holidays, the music, the decorations, the whole darn thing. 
So this year, I'm asking all the Horn listeners to help me make this a special holiday for everyone. Smiles are contagious. Let's spread them like COVID. Let's high-five strangers on the street. Hold the door for those behind us. Tip our servers more than they've ever been tipped before. Give to a charity or, hell, give to a bunch of charities. If someone does a good job, tell them they did a good job. Pat someone on the butt. Sing in public places just because it feels good. And as always, hug your kids until they beg you to stop. Watch some games with your friends and make love to your wife or your husband. I know there's some women listening. You can still call us if you'd like to get some cool electronics, but more importantly, have a great holiday season and a f***ing awesome next year. When your money's on the line, put it on the line with MyBookie, a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down, you can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use MyBookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance at a big payday. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag right now and register for an account absolutely free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use the promo code horn to grab a welcome bonus on the house that's the promo code horn to claim your deposit bonus and for a limited time a free chip to use in the my bookie casino try the my bookie money bag to grab a potential super bowl front runner at long shot odds have you ever heard of 38,000 plus odds on the 49ers and chiefs you won't find odds like that anywhere else like my bookie you can bet anything you can bet anytime and you can bet anywhere as long as you're betting with my friends at my bookie you're betting with the best this hour brought to you by Eckert Dentistry. Dr. Eckert can give you a new smile in just one day. Permanently secure to dental implants. Call 345-3166 or online at D-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T dot com. You're listening to KTAE AM 